Welcome back to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9. Ryan LaVoy, Tom Peavy, Cam Berry with you here on this Wednesday as we go back to the Orthopedic Clinic phone line and we welcome on Joe Bartle of RotoWire as he's been with us each and every week throughout the football season. Joe, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. How are things in your world? Yeah, it could be better. You know, I was hoping the uh, Packers wouldn't be completely disappointing come Monday, but I don't really feel like it was all that surprising. And uh, frankly, I, I thought a lot of the games uh, last week were a bit mundane. From a fantasy perspective, you had guys like Mike Evans and Nico Collins and uh, even Terry Kill all kind of disappoint. So we'll see if that turns around to the fantasy playoffs. Yes, sir. And unfortunately, what is not turning around is the fact that we have some more primetime football at least on Thursday night, the Sunday night game is, is good. Uh, the Thursday night game, not as much. Uh, and so that that is not the best. But uh, we will start with some uh, other fantasy implications. Uh, very interested to see Tyree Kill have a little bit of an ankle problem on Monday night against Tennessee. That definitely affected Miami's offense. Any worry about his health and if he is on the injury report or does have a problem going, uh, what would be the move there? Yeah, I think I saw he was an estimate limited participant in practice today or maybe you have been just out right now practicing. But those guys that come off Monday night don't normally practice Monday anyhow. It'll be it'll be really interesting because that's probably one of the biggest uh, conflicts of the Week 15 slate is there is a number of quarterbacks, no bye weeks anymore, where you could say easily, I don't know if you should start them or play them uh, in, even like you would normally play them. So like two is a perfect example may have a limited Tyree kill I would anticipate if he finished Monday's game he should be fine for next week but maybe kind of get weird with that limited Tyree kill going against that Jets defense which has looked awesome and I know uh, uh, hindered CJ Stroud's fantasy performance last week and ultimately left him cuss. I don't I don't think Tua gets hurt I'm not saying that but that's a really tricky spot to go ahead and play Tua anyway and uh, a guy like Kyler Murray going into Niners defense too with the, the banged up weapon the Cardinals have another one of those same issues. I, I think you have to play Terry Kill if he's healthy. I think you play most of your studs. But the quarterback position with no bye weeks now, of course, rest of the season, but this week in particular, I think has left a few streaming candidates becoming starting options this week. And then looking at another wide receiver, uh, Stefan Diggs, kind of, kind of in a bit of a slump these last few you know, two, three, four weeks. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like he and Josh Allen are really on the same page coming up playing Dallas's defense. Uh, uh, the playoffs, you know, obviously have started for fantasy. Uh, so what do you think about that matchup and, and what, what do you think about Diggs? Yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting. Dalton Kincaid had left that in, uh, game against the Chiefs with an injury. Dawson Knox had just came off injury reserve, so it was already getting some work. But I think Kincaid actually makes a huge difference in that Bills offense. And if he's unable to play, that that makes things really limited. The early spread had the Bills favored by two in Buffalo, which I thought was really surprising given the dominance of the Cowboys the past month. Um, it, the over-under, I think, pushed close to 50 points, maybe like 47.5. If Vegas is correct, and you know they made a lot of money, all those uh, hotels out there in the desert uh, are big for a reason, then I would assume Stephon Diggs is going to be totally fine from a fantasy perspective. There's a lot of points getting generated from that game. And Diggs is going to be a critical part, whether it's Deron Bland or whatever, jumping passes. There's probably turnovers, probably a defense touchdown, possibly with Josh Allen's propensity to throw interceptions. But I do think Stephon Diggs gets fed quite a bit and lost in the coverage part for the Cowboys. You know, they're great generating turnovers. That makes the defense good overall. They, they struggle a little bit when they actually have to cover people. I mean, that's, that's part of the 
jump and make plays, but also kind of get exposed in certain situations. I, I, I think Diggs is a totally fine play. I would feel very confident playing him. Same with Josh Allen. And kind of a general question here, Joe, as we get into the fantasy playoffs, I know some leagues started last week, some are starting this week. This week. Uh, what is your general strategy? If you've got tough start-sit decisions, do you go with the guys that have been hotter as of late or the guys that are general regarded as just better options? I mean, it, I, I know it's got to be case-by-case case to some degree, but just have you ever thought of it that way, in a certain way in terms of leaning this in one type of player or another? For most of my career at Rudaware, and we're, we're getting close to 10 years now, uh, I've played in a number of expert leagues and you know, against other rival companies, stuff like that. My philosophy has always been play the guys that got you there. I don't want to overthink things. The last thing I want in a pivotal matchup is to get frustrated that I went with choice B, uh, which seemed like a better matchup on paper, but choice A has been so good for so long. This year might be the one difference. And again, I go back to quarterback in particular. Guys like Justin Jefferson who are banged up or Tyreek Hill, I, I think you have to play them if they're able to play. Devontae Adams, um, I, I think, was listed as questionable for tomorrow's game, despite not practicing this week. I don't know his stats, but if he's good to go, I would play him. So Josh Jacobs, who didn't practice all week, um, but is listed as questionable for the Raiders. It's, it is the quarterback position for me, and I, I go to Jake Browning. Uh, but you could also talk about Matthew Stafford with the Rams having a good match this week, or even Joe Flacco now over the past couple weeks with the Browns offense. The amount of injuries that we've seen at the quarterback position to nominal starters, guys that you'd like to have in fantasy, has made it so that bottom tier of the top 10, so I'm thinking like quarterbacks 5 through 10, can you easily be churned around? Like those were quarterbacks you were thinking were maybe top 20 options entering the season that have not been pressed up higher. You should be trying to stream them if that's the case. And even Tua against the Jets, uh, like I mentioned, Kyler Murray against the Niners, I would be playing Jake Browning and Joe Flacco over those guys because I just have more confidence in those defenses shutting down the opposition, but also hindering fancy points. And those quarterbacks like Browning and Joe Flacco being in a position offensively, but also defensively, where points should be more involved in that capacity too. And then looking at the running backs, uh, Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs obviously did not play uh, against the Bills this past week, suffered an injury, so uh, wasn't able to go. Kind of monitored that situation all week. He's on one of my teams. Um, Do you think he's going to be able to come back in a full capacity against the Patriots, um, or do you think that maybe it'll be in a more limited capacity as they're trying to gear up for the playoffs? Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. So it's Pacheco, uh, Alexander Masson that suffered, I think, a high ankle sprain, although that definition of injury seems to be changing in the NFL over the past couple weeks. Right. Trevor Lawrence returning on that. Uh, and then you also have if Jacobs can't play, is Amir White. So three situations at running back where it's entirely possible that you could go with backup starters uh, and play them in the fantasy playoffs. I don't really feel good about Ty Chandler uh, who is widely available as of Tuesday. I just don't think he's all that good. And I think the Vikings offense, whether it be Nick Bones or uh, Josh Dobbs, he's pretty limited. Even though it's a good matchup, I think it's pretty limited. It makes me concerned. Uh, and if Pat Chandler was more involved as a pass catcher, fine. Then, then you're kind of assuming from a PPR perspective, he gives you a safer floor. But that's exactly why I like Jarek McKinnon. You mentioned Pacheco. When that report came out Friday that he didn't play or he wasn't going to play and then he used to be out, it caught a lot of people by surprise. I wasn't surprised by that. But when asked Friday evening if Andy Reid uh, was going to put Pacheco on injured reserve, he said, we'll see. And that didn't happen Saturday. But that there wasn't the, oh, he's fine, he'll be ready to go in a couple weeks thing makes me a little bit nervous and we're doing the estimation game here Wednesday but based off those comments I would assume Pacheco does not play this week which would make Jarek McKinnon and to some extent Edward Solaire also fantasy viable but I 
I think of all those options, Amir White is my favorite if Jacobs is unable to go. That Chargers defense is not very good. They are certainly an uninspired football team. They're going to have Easton Stick playing at quarterback and no Keenan Allen. I mean, there couldn't be any better situation for a running back to grind out 20 carries and the Raiders win 10 nothing uh, in a primetime game in Las Vegas. I, I think Zamir White is probably my favorite streaming running back, but you could make a McKinnon or Ty Chandler uh, among that level too. He's Joe Bartle of Rotowire joining us today on Sports Call. And Joe, let's go ahead and ask you about our matchup uh, this week between Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Uh, I was reading a stat today. Uh, Buccaneers since 1989 in Green Bay in the regular season. The Packers are 14-1 and against Tampa while in Green Bay. Uh, the frozen tundra. What's the weather looking like on Sunday? I guess that's that's important for a good Floridian team uh, to, to know about first and foremost. Yeah, glad glad you mentioned the regular season and then talk about Tom Brady's refs winning the, uh, the championship game in Lambeau a couple of years ago. Uh, that will forever be a game that pisses me off as, as a guy that has sat through Brandon Bostic not catching an onside kick uh, against the Seahawks and a few other NFC championship woes that you call pass interference on Kevin King when 15 feet over Tyler Johnson's head. Uh, that will live in infamy in my mind. So, yes, regular season, that, of course, is important in this case. I, I think the weather is going to be a little bit colder um, right now, at least in Wisconsin. It's kind of in that cold spell, but I anticipate there won't be actual conditions like rain and snow come Saturday, Sunday. And if that's the case, I think the Buccaneers offense is going to look good. I know Mike Evans last week got shut out and injured a lot of fantasy people in that regard, but uh, he has been on a tear, and I would fully anticipate Mike Evans has a vintage game against this Packers defense. Joe Barry will always make sure that your offense players look competent, no matter if they're living with their parents or their Hall of Fame quarterbacks. doesn't matter. Uh, that's what Joe Barry is specialized at. So I think Rashad White gets a lot of uh, production. I think Mike Evans does as well, too. And Baker Mayfield isn't quite at that tier of the, the streaming quarterbacks I would like to consider, but by no means is a bad option. I think it's going to be very close competitive game and uh, I have a lot of respect for that Buccaneers offense it's just can the defense make enough turnovers make enough plays where uh, you're slowing down Jordan Love and company we'll, we'll see I mean Levante David Devin White have been injured at times I know David came back I think it was last week or yes. the week before and the secondary is missing some pieces too but uh, it's still a, a Buccaneers defense that two years ago was one of the best in the league and I just have a hard time being that concerned uh, when they're going against inconsistent offense play like the Packers have put out there. There are some uneven matchups this week, Joe, where I feel like I feel like last week the uneven matchups ended up being very even, and there was a lot of upsets, if you can call that, in the NFL last week. But, I mean, there's some lopsided stuff this week. Kansas City going up against New England. You have the 49ers against the Cardinals. Uh, you know, even I know that they've struggled from time to time, but even record-wise, Falcons versus the Panthers and that sort of thing. Uh, it if we see any sort of big blowout, how does that affect fantasy managers? Should they give any consideration to a couple of these games that might end up being two, three, four possession games? Yeah, and Dolphins Jets also had a higher spread too, even though I'm, I'm nervous from that perspective. I don't, I don't know if it's like, a, oh, I need to play Jerick McKinnon or Edward Slayer way more because they're going against the Patriots. I actually think that could be low scoring, and the over under was only around the 43 or two point range. I think as Tuesday. I mean, I could see the Chiefs doing that all on their own. Uh, I don't see the Patriots doing all that much offensively, but I didn't think they did that last Thursday. And then, of course, ended up beating the Steelers and kind of ended the Steelers' uh, postseason opportunities. I know it's a long season, but that's a, that's a tough two-week two, two week stretch for the Steelers. Um, it, I, I don't know if it makes me want to play those guys more. I mean, you're already playing George Kittle, Brennan Ayuk, 
Debo Samuel McCaffrey anyway, that they're going against the Cardinals defense doesn't really matter too much. I guess there's concern that you take them up in the third quarter. But in that event, if the Niners were taking players out in the third quarter, all those guys have probably contributed to them going off anyway. So I, I don't think the, the spreads matter too much. doesn't concern me in any direction. And uh, I think a lot of those guys were players that struggled last week for one week or another. They should be primed for a bounce-back game in a, in a week that, for most people, matters more in the fantasy playoffs. He's Joe Bartle of RotoWire joining us today on the show. Joe, as always, we certainly appreciate the time. What is everything going on in your world with RotoWire and SiriusXM and that sort of thing this time of year? Yeah, I, I tweeted out earlier today. I have my big betting sheet for Tuesday up there. Uh, you know, we're on week 15, still over 500 with the uh, the game spreads and over under. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't. It's just a personal achievement, but uh, still chugging along there. We'll continue that through, us, through the rest of the season. Um, and for a lot of people, obviously, the fantasy playoffs have started. So we, we talked about all those wave wire pickups, the Ty Chandlers of the world. Uh, for me, I was really campaigning for Zamir White. Zay Jones is an interesting pick if you need receivers. Um, all that was on the Rotoware NFL podcast. You know, search Rotoware NFL podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. We got you covered there, too. And I'll be on Sirius XM Friday uh, doing my normal 8 to 10 p.m. shift, but also next Monday for that Monday Night Football game. We'll be going, uh, watching that one live and kind of reacting to it, too. And hopefully getting you set for the next week of the fantasy playoffs if you are interested. So a lot of different ways to find my content out there. A lot of good stuff out there for sure. He's Joe Bartle of RotoWire joining us today. Joe, again, as always, we appreciate the time. We appreciate you going through the little bit of uh, uh, under the weather feeling there and uh, hope you feel better soon and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll be good to go. Just get a few more cough drops and we'll be set. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be go going. Packers and we'll talk again next week. Uh, yeah, sounds good. That does uh, Joe Bartle of RotoWire joining us today on the show. Appreciate Joe for joining us each and every week. We are going to head to our next timeout. Back with more Sports Call right after this.